Yeah, what's up? What's good, everyone? Shit, this is the Healing Club Podcast, Episode Seven. We have a guest. <laughs> y'all, y'all can see him right now. My boy, my boy, not Mister Nine One Two. Hey man, Mister Nine One Two, go ahead it. and introduce yourself. Hey man, well, first of all, you know, like, thanks for having me on here. So my name is Hamilton Thomas. I'm a friend of Sean's, and then uh, he told me about this podcast, Raising Awareness for Mental Health. I'm like, yeah, for sure. You know, it's definitely something I can stand behind. And like you said, you know, it's, like it's very con- conversational. So, like, I'm just looking forward to it. We and we appreciate you having you, having you here. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we're we're definitely we're definitely dedicated to being the number one mental health awareness podcast for everyone. Um, and we do appreciate your support. Uh, yeah. Yes, sir. My, 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 my nigga, Mister Nine One Two. It really is just niggas on here just chatting it up, honestly. Hey, oh god, it's our first guest. We're gonna see how this go. Yes, oh, sir. This the first guest. First, yeah, bro. You were okay. first one. Right, well, hey, you first know me. <laughs> but we're gonna go ahead and get started. Um, <clears throat> so first and foremost, if anybody's out there hurting, going through any pain, um seeking like if you need professional help uh there is a hotline out there for um those that are that are thinking of suicide or you know think things along the lines there is a uh, three digit number for that um the services are there for you the the, the excuse me the digits are 988 you can call or text that number um people are there on the other side to help you nah definitely you know, and remember, just like we always say, it's all confidential. You don't have to worry about, you know, people you don't want finding out what you're going through. It's all private it's between you and whoever's working your situation. So definitely reach out if you feel like you at that point. But, um, yeah, today's episode is going to be on empathy. Uh, what is empathy? To start off with, uh, so empathy is the ability to understand and share another person's emotions and experiences. Why is that important to today's society? I feel like we don't see enough empathy, especially with our youth, man. Yeah, I just feel like I just feel like Nick, like Nick, like niggas. They literally get. Nah, I Bro, say that. empathy and like easy, understandable terms is literally putting yourself in that other person's shoes, right? And like you said, we don't really see a lot of it nowadays because everybody just quick to judge. But, you know, you ain't got to judge nobody. If you put yourself in their shoes and understand where they're coming from, uh, you will see why they're feeling like they feel. And you Instead, you can actually help somebody rather than throw more dirt on them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, Nah, that ass, like... Um <clears throat> I, I I think it stems from a lot of selfishness, dog. Mm-hmm. Like I really think people are selfish these days. Um, why do I think people are selfish? I don't think we think about the big picture like enough. And, and you're definitely onto something with, with with what you said. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it all it all it all stems down to selfishness. Like I think mm-hmm. people are just only like. I, you really can't call it selfish, but what do you call it when people only think about themselves? Selfish. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. think you can call it anything else, <laughs> yeah. right? You know, like, 
so these days like these days though we literally try to justify everything like literally everything that people do out in this world that we try to justify it like like and that's why i try to find another word for you know another way of calling people that are apathetic you know like i really think it stems down to selfish like being selfish but really can't not not in today's society you can't you can't just no, you can't bro like even with the whole the guy and female thing right you feel bad or you want to help out a lady and they call you a, a simp you know what i'm saying so yeah. it definitely is today's society that we definitely more judgmental before we or more judgmental now than back then it was, it was like okay if you see somebody going through something you would lend a hand if you could all right but nowadays it's it's like every man for himself yeah. No facts, man. Nah, that's that's it's actually kind of crazy. Mister Nine One Two, how do you, how do you view empathy and apathy in today's society? Yeah, no, man. So like, I like what both of y'all said. Like what Luke was saying is just as like ability to put yourself in someone else's shoes. So even like a couple years back, you know. So let's say now they got, you know, how um, you can take time off after you have a child or like postpartum depression. I was ignorant of that. I'm like, man, like what is that? You know, like whatever the case may be. So. For the rest of my natural life, I'll never be able to have that experience firsthand. You know what I'm saying? However, I can read about it, educate myself, and then try to put myself in someone else's shoes and be like, okay, cool, this is why they would feel the way that they feel, you know what I'm saying? And not just, like both of y'all were saying, being selfish and brushing it off. Oh, that ain't real. Why are you doing this and that? Nah, it's, you know, that's not it, so. Deadass, no, I get you. I feel like we, we, don't, we don't try to understand people anymore. So mm-hmm. I so I actually get I actually get what you're saying. Um, yeah. No, those those are definitely good points. Yeah. Then I feel like a lot of a lot of people today are followers, bro. Like, mm. yeah. Like you cannot know a person. All right, hold on. Let me let me put it like this. Say you don't know a person, right? But you know a person that don't like this person, right? Then right off the bat, you get convinced that. You know, from this person that hey, this person ain't shit, so you shouldn't like them. And then, rather than you know somebody trying to get a feel for it themselves and you know come up with their own, however they feel about it, they just take what somebody else say and they shit on the person too. You know what? It is, I see that a lot. Like people literally do not think for themselves these days anymore. Yeah. No, I, I, I get what you mean. Um, yeah. I see it a lot on social media too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we try to we try to follow these perfect lifestyles on, on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook that all these other people guys are, you know, living. Um, I don't think we're emphatic enough with ourselves to even to even realize those, those kind of those kind of goals like yet. Um, how should I say this? We all live different lives. OK. Um and we all go through the when we all go through different experiences as well. Um, <clears throat> with that being said, uh, we have to have the mindset to grow um, and let go of, of being selfish as well. I feel like I feel like those two factors will 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 push you being to being a, like a more emphatic person. Nah, I, I feel you mm-hmm. for sure. Let's get away from selfishness and get towards selflessness. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, it's good. Like we, like I'm pretty sure I said it in the last episode too. Like we all live in this world. Like we're we're all one of the same. Um, we all 
we all wake up. We all have to go to work. We all have we all have to go to sleep. Like we, I would ha- I hate to say we all live the same lives, but we all live on, you know on the same earth. So it's 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 kind of crazy how we don't how we don't shift and how we don't grow together. Yeah, and then it's on top of that, like like how you were speaking on growth, right? Part of growing is you know taking the time and you know put somebody else before yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's all a part of growing. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. definitely, definitely, sometimes you're going to have to put yourself or put somebody else before you, right? Help somebody and in return, you know, you're helping yourself. No, yeah, for sure. Fair. I feel like, but I feel like our, growth, our culture is growing too fast or either, either it's growing too fast or it's growing in a direction that I'd hate to say it, not, not a lot of us agree with. So, like, Mister Nine One Two, like, how has the shift or growth in our in our culture affected your views on self self empathy? Um, so, but can I ask you just for clarity? So, then, are you saying how has like the way that our society has, you know, like evolved, like affected the way that I view it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Actually, yeah, like, just like that. Yeah, man. Like, I would just say that. You know, kind of like back to what y'all were saying. Like, I think it just takes effort to try to get to understand somebody. Like, it's kind of like the easy. <laughs> like, like, I need me some of that, actually. Wait, where you at with it? I told Man, you to drink. You know, got the nieces and nephews in here. They gonna get into it, so I had to put it up. I need my drink. I know, but uh, like I think it just takes effort, man, to you know, try to get to understand somebody. Like it's easy to see somebody different than you, uh, who has a different life experience to say, "Oh, that's like that's wrong, that's this and that," or like just to like you were talking about judging. Like it's the easy way out, but it takes effort to try to get to understand somebody and see like from their point of view. Um, easy way to, out. Yeah, man, but, like, but I just try to do that. Try to be a good person. Uh, you know, like I feel like it's rewarding. You know, like it feels bad when you, you know see somebody different than you, or like these go- these like global conflicts, and you know, like whatever the case may be, just like shit on somebody. Like man, like I mean, for me personally, like it just doesn't make me feel good. So I just try to put, put myself in someone else's shoes. So no, de- definitely, I have been trying to understand people from their point of view. Like you said, <laughs> put myself in their point in, in like their shoes. Um, that is the best way to be emphatic, and honestly, like, yeah, that's, that's the best way to help somebody too. You know, like yeah. Sean, you know, he come if he ever come to me with something he going through. You know, what I'm saying the best way I can answer, give him a possible solution is to, you know, put myself in that situation and then kind of talk to him, and then we had that I'd be able to understand where he coming from, be able to give him yeah. a a better solution or answer to whatever it is. Mm-hmm. No, nah, nah, that ass. Um, nah, that ass. Because, like, you literally don't know, like, what person, what, like, what that person is going through, unless you try to put yourself in their shoes, try to try to put yourself through that scenario. Um, because people literally go through different things throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Facts. Yeah. How many people are on this earth? Like. Six billion or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like, that's like six like that. billion different problems that people can go through. <laughs> 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 oh yeah. God! But like, it, it's it's literally a lot of problems in this world. To I, I, 
a lot a lot of people have 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 a apathetic approach towards it, you know, because there's so much shit that goes through the world, you know, they just for instance, all this shit that we went through in deployment turned us into apathetic people, dog. Like we like we did not feel. No, nah, that's a that's a fact. Mm-hmm. That is a fact. Yeah. That that's a big fact. <laughs> I had to go to therapy. <laughs> had to go to therapy. <laughs> And nothing wrong with therapy, yo. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you need to go through it, then go through it. You feel me? It's going to help you. So, I did a little bit of therapy, too, because I, mm-hmm. I felt like I needed to talk to somebody. Man, hey, but, you know. Yeah, nah, man. I'm, I'm pretty sure I told you, bro. What? But, I mean, it was, it was kind of a while ago, honestly, like two years ago. No. I mean, I ain't going to hold you, man. Like, you know, I be going myself. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean... If we put myself in y'all shoes it. i mean i can imagine it's like with all these different things going on throughout the day you're like man let me just turn it off you feel me like let me just turn the feelings off that way make it through the day make it through these nine months 18 months whatever the case may be but other people may not have that life experience so they're like man like why are you this way but they haven't been through what y'all been through so you know what i'm saying like it all comes together but, well there's nothing wrong with that either like i said we all go through different experiences six mm-hmm. billion different people on here is going to be six yeah. billion different problems that's way we can like the best way we can like make this a better world for everyone is, is to be emphatic and, and actually put yourself in, in, in their shoes and see like what like what exactly is this problem so for instance uh, let's say that let's say that Luke is like like Luke, Luke the Greatest is going to do some shit uh, say he got into a car accident oh shit uh-oh. I, I don't, I don't oh, see. Man. He already, he already oh, hurt man. just the thought of it. <laughs> Dang. That Hellcat. It's gone. Hey. It's gone. I, I can't, like, I can't understand because I don't have a Hellcat myself, but I, like, I know how expensive Hellcats are. Like, I know the work that, that Luke the Greatest put into his, his, his car life. So I can be emphatic towards his feelings and his emotions, you know, in, in that sense. And that that's all it is. That's all it takes to understanding. Yeah, and you know, people from going through something, right? So that did happen and you know, the only thing I really want for you is to hear me out. You know, yeah. put yourself in my shoes, you know, understand how I'm feeling. Then you could be able to give me a good response or a good answer or you know, possibly a solution to, you know, get me back to where I was. So Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. Yo, Mr. Not One Two, would you say that you're an empathetic or an apathetic person? So um, we, we we speak a little bit. I know I know you're very <laughs> you have a very stoic approach. <laughs> uh, I mean, and whichever one you are, like, are you cool with being that type of person? Like, um, like I think you know, like, go, going going through life right now. Yeah, um, I would say probably seventy to eighty per percent of the time, I try to be empathetic. You know, just day to day. Um, but there are, but but there is that twenty percent of the time when, you know, you got things that you need to do, goals, trying to get from point A to point B, where I view that you just kind of turn it off. It's like, hey, I'm kind of like I just don't give a damn. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> I'm saying. That's a story for another day. Because like y'all was saying, I mean, being on the boat. You know, it, like it won't serve you. Like, man, this and that. Like, this going on up in here. I'm staying to watch my girl back home tripping. Is like, 
it's just too much going on. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like you can't perform thinking about all these different things. So you know, and like in that case, you have to be apathetic. But I mean, for me personally, like I try to be empathetic because um, I mean, kind of like what I was saying before. Like I think that some people just want to be understood and then heard out because that doesn't feel the best when somebody like when you share something with somebody and then they invalidate what you're. Uh, you know, telling them, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, do that like, it wasn't that bad. It's like, and that doesn't really, you know, serve anybody. So, nah, I, I, I get you though. Like, like literally, I, I feel like we we downplay people's situations a lot. Like, we don't yeah. try to understand it. Yeah, it's not how you know, like our situation. Man, it's the worst thing. It's hell on earth. But but everybody else is like, man, this shit ain't that bad. Come on, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? But, like, it's funny how that goes sometimes. You kind of got to like for me. You kind of got to catch yourself. Be like, dang, like you know, like I might be tripping here. <laughs> you know, yeah. so yeah, so. Nah, that has nah, that that makes a lot of sense, bro. Like, mm. a lot a lot of things I feel like I, I be tripping on, <laughs> but I, I feel like see to see that that see that that's that's I I think you need a perfect blend of being apathetic and emphatic. Yeah, I'm a I'm mm-hmm. a blend for sure. Honestly, uh, I did have an experience uh, a couple years ago, but I used to definitely be empathetic when it came to like, you know, like people on the street or whatever, you know, you got the light and, you know, they got their signs up or whatever. And, you know, I will always, if I got it, I'll give it to them, you know what I'm saying? Whatever's in my car, you know, I got a little, everybody got it, whatever change you got, you usually just put it in like the armrest, whatever, I would give it all to them. But I had this experience when I went back home to Detroit where I went to the gas station and there was a guy, you know, obviously he was, you know, homeless and, you know, wasn't doing so hot or whatever. And I had some change or whatever. And I was like, here, bro, I ain't got much, but I got this for you, whatever. You know, he was, he was thankful. He was grateful for it. And then I go in the gas station and, uh, I'm getting some gas or whatever, uh, give the dude some money to go to the gas pump and the dude come in and he come up to the counter with some Ford Loco or, or whatever, something like that. And he literally told the cashier, he said, all right, bro, I finally got enough. He used what I gave him to buy a Ford Loco. Mm. That's not, so that's kind of when I was kind of like, eh, I don't really know about giving money to these people, even though I got it just because of that situation, you know what I'm saying? So that's mm-hmm. kind of way, or kind of a reason why I'm kind of a blend of like both. No, I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah. Like I said, like we all like we're six six billion different people in this world. Who's to say that you know that you're the only one that went through that situation? Like I, I completely get it because like I've had, I've had instances where I would give somebody some some bread, mm-hmm. and then I'll watch them get in in, in, in Mercedes. <laughs> oh damn! This happened. Damn, I, was, I was ready to fight. I got to yeah, fight now. Now I got to fight. Crazy. Some of, these, some of these people, you, you like, do that at a job. Man. Like, the last time I, I experienced that was, like, when I was in Virginia. This was, like, 2016, 2017 type shit. The world might have changed. <laughs> <laughs> there yeah, might be might have changed a little bit. <laughs> but, yeah. man, it's, yeah, no, you, you need the perfect blend of... of of being emphatic and apathetic, but it's it's kind of tough in that situation, man. Because I really do feel for that person. I feel I feel like a lot of us are are stuck in our ways and and just stuck in a way that, like like you're in the twilight zone or some, or some shit like that, and you can't get out of it. I just I just 
I don't know. I wish I wish I knew that that homeless man's like situation a little bit more better. But I I get it, like because I like I said, I've had I've had instances where I gave somebody some bread. They asses got into a into a new uh, Mercedes Benz. Did they jail yeah, three hundred like, or something? Like damn, your car better than mine. Like <laughs> what? That's like, clean man. dog. Yeah. I'm in my military uniform driving a dirty Camaro and you asking me for money. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's unfortunate how like some people kind of mess it up for everybody else. Because I'm sure there are some legitimately homeless people out there, but sometimes you're like, man, are they hustling? Are they scamming? Are they just like a damn junkie? You know what I'm saying? But you know, I try to like, I feel where you're coming from. Like, that could turn you off. It's like, damn, bro, I just gave you something then. You over here, like, yeah. Yeah, and you're you fucking it up for the next man. And actually, <laughs> as a kid, when I was in Detroit, and um, uh, one day I was going to school, and off the on this corner used to be all the, always this dude in a wheelchair, you know, holding up his sign, right? Mm-hmm. And then one day I had a half day, right? I had a half day at school, and, uh, my mom picked me up, we're going home, and we're going past this guy. And he was literally pushing the wheelchair, like walking it down the street. So I, the, my whole life, bro, I thought he, his legs was like, you know, handicapped. Like he couldn't use his legs. So it kind of blew me away. Like, huh? Like you got legs? Yeah. You got legs, bro. You can work. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey yo. <laughs> like, He's selling dreams. That's, that's crazy, bro. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, I've had, I've had it, niggas hustle me in the navy too. <laughs> in the navy, ain't no way. Hey, hey, Mister Nine Twelve, you was you was you in in the service? Yeah, man, the coach. Oh yeah, he's definitely a veteran. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I ain't want us to get to talk about talking oh, about yeah, nah, know, the so navy cool. or whatever. But you, you know, you know. Yeah, you know, man. I mean, that I nigga warrior. Yes, yeah, so he spent like, his time in the coast guard. I mean, so said? like. I mean, so it was um, like sitting like Luke. Was you on that boat with uh Sean? Like whenever y'all was yeah, on that point? yeah. Oh, okay, uh-huh. yeah. So like, I figured. So then, yeah. But I remember that. I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, with twenty sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, as uh, I can imagine. Bro, we were, we were, a lot of dirt be going on. A lot of dirt. <laughs> <laughs> a lot be going on. Stuff going on. People on that don't boat. know though. People don't know. <laughs> it's, nah, it's dirty on that boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dirty game. A lot, a lot of apathetic people on that boat for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Bunch, of, bunch of niggas didn't give a fuck on that boat. <laughs> Boy. Oh god! And then, bro, my first deployment, bro. I think I was on. I was on the TR. That was my first deployment. And you know how you got the barber shop or whatever. You go down there, or whatever. They just gonna give you the, the traditional military cut, right? Just fuck your head. High and tight. Just fuck your head up. The traditional Boy. military cut. But it turns out, if you pay them, they cut your head legit. Oh. People don't notice, but like some of those, like they are legit barbers. They learned how to cut hair, so it bullshit. Like if they give you a fucked up cut, they don't like you. <laughs> they don't like you if you get a because hey. they learn how to cut hair. If you get a fucked up haircut from yeah. those people, they do not like your ass. Mm. They are very apathetic. Boy. <laughs> See, they only speak one language. <laughs> Money, <laughs> tip to tip, navy cash. Green. Green. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes. Spend spend your deployment money on on them haircuts. <laughs> oh God! I learned to catch your damn self. Mm. See, I, I was so apathetic towards those barbers. I said, "Fuck y'all, man! I'm gonna learn how to cut." Yeah. I remember. So one time, <laughs> this me. shit is funny. 
this shit is funny as hell. I was cutting Luke the Greatest hair one time. Um, well, call this other person R. <laughs> so, so R asked me for a ha- haircut like a day prior. Mm-hmm. I said, nah, man, I don't cut people's hair. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I do not cut people's hair. Dang. See, there's one thing I like. One thing I do, bro. Like, I am very, very, very like careful about my time. Definitely. Mm-hmm. A haircut. A haircut is like an hour or two. Like I'm trying to get to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember this. Actually, I was thinking about it. So next, so the next day. Luke asked me for a haircut. I was like, yeah, I got you, bro. Cause, I mean, that's a nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're in, so we're in our oh. living area. It's called a birthing. So we're in the lounge area of the birthing, and I'm and I'm cutting Luke's hair. My man, R, come walking in the birthing. <laughs> I thought he didn't cut hair. <laughs> oh, he could have... He Believe his eyes, hair. Boy. Out of here. <laughs> I don't cut your hair. You couldn't believe his eyes, man. Dang. Oh God. <laughs> nah, that was fucked up. I really, I really don't cut anybody's hair. I only, I only cut two, two other people's hair, like Luke and V. V, V is another person. Yo, you know V's coming back. San Diego. On the town tomorrow. To work, like station. No, like visit. Like I. I don't know. He said he was coming back. I think it's been two years since he's been in Spain. Yeah. Nigga, so our our boy Z, mm-hmm. he's been in Spain for the past two years. Mm. Before that, we was emphatic on beating his ass in two K. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Emphatically <laughs> beating that ass in two K. <laughs> I'm sorry, B. Dang, catch your strays. <laughs> I'm sorry, B. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's so, <laughs> man. So I'm not. I'm not very emphatic towards towards our uh, hip hop today. Hey, Mister Nineteen, your opinions on hip hop today, like changing our community, is it is it for the better or for the worse? <laughs> you're trying to get you trying to get me canceled, man. <laughs> I mean, he just started I mean, trying to get him canceled. <laughs> I mean. So I ain't gonna hold we, we you. We going after we going after these mumble, mumbling motherfuckers. You know, I ain't gonna hold you, man. So like, I live in Atlanta. So like, you know, like, like there is this sense of like, I love myself, the vibe, the culture. But I ain't gonna hold you. Some of this stuff is trash. It's kind of like, man, you got sexy red. She pregnant. You know, all this other stuff. You're like, you're looking, looking kind of rough. And it's like, man, you know. Like I just can't rock rock with it, you know what I'm saying? So to answer your question, some of the stuff I like, I don't really look to that for something to push the culture forward. But some of the stuff I always I do kind of shake shake my head a little bit. But uh, you know, but I try not to look towards that for um, like a reference point to push our you know like our society forward. So <laughs> yeah, with, shit about sexy red. Yeah, with with me, bro, it's kind of like. Like, I feel you on that, like, but then again, my thing is, like, receptiveness, like, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying, like, we can listen to whatever, right, yeah. but it won't affect us in any way, right, you know, we grown, mm-hmm. mature adults, whatever, yeah. but, like, I think some of the music, uh, you know, parts like, you know, the, the gang, bang, hip-hop, you know, drugs, and doing all this stuff, definitely does, influence you know maybe people that's uh, well 
primarily younger than us, for sure. They don't really know much about life, and you know they they hero is this rapper, and he pushing these Man. drugs and you know all this wild stuff, and then eventually they follow a suit and they start doing that, and then what they don't understand is kind of like this person is not doing that, bro. You know what I'm saying? He keeps speaking about it because he's making money off of it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it kind of pushed like that false life to like the youth. And, you know, they start doing what these rappers are saying that they are doing, when it's, which they not doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if I'm a rapper, bro, I'm going to just put it in perspective. I'm a rapper, right? I start off in the hood, rapping about the hood, this, this, and that. I get signed. I'm a multimillionaire. You think I'm going to stay there? Nah, bro, I'm going to Beverly Hills with the white <laughs> folks, right? Yep. And if if this is what's making me money, you know what I'm saying, and I'm going to keep rapping on this because this is what's making me money, you know what I'm saying? And I think people just need to understand that don't take it literal, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Don't take, you know, I sell drugs, I shoot guns, this and that. These people is not doing that, bro. They're not doing that, bro. Yeah, they are not signed <laughs> to a multi-million dollar label, bro, and pushing drugs. They don't go together. Yeah. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's all, for me, it's just receptiveness or whatever. I think these rappers need to take that into account. That is actually people out there that are listening to them think everything that they're saying is true, and they actually trying to follow that false path that these rappers is pushing up. So what I think has changed within recent years, the one word though, I think is I think is availability. So I think niggas have been talking about this shit, you know, for the longest. Like, mm-hmm. like they like they've literally been talking about this shit in the nineties, the early two thousand, the early two thousands. Future, Future was not the first person to, to lie about taking drugs. Oh yeah. Um, no. But I really, I really think this this all falls down on like availability of the music. Like you can literally, like it's literally so easy for for these younger cats to just record and upload it on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. And yeah. SoundCloud is such a big platform that everyone uses to listen to music for free. Um, it's it's really availability, dog. Like you give you give. Um, like everybody, all these avenues and these roads to take, they're they're gonna take mm-hmm. them. They've always have. Yeah. Like yeah. you've never, like you've never seen a nigga not take an opportunity. It, and since there's more availability in this world, like niggas mm-hmm. have been taking more opportunities than not. Mm-hmm. So, I, I I really think I really, but like, I, they are definitely influenced. They're like. Like all this shit is taught, and has been taught for a long time. Since yeah. I, I probably I probably say since um, like hip hop was created, like niggas have always tried to push this agenda of them pushing all these drugs, making all this money, oh, fucking all these bitches. Excuse me. I, I, I <laughs> said yeah, we weren't gonna You just summed up the whole hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some like there, are, like you'll find you'll find artists out there that are that are actually true to the art and actually, <laughs> actually rap, but like hip hop as a you know as a whole as a general populace that is really all it is. Yeah, nice beats, 
word lyrics about fucking fucking bitches and and getting money and and, and pushing all these drugs that they've never even seen. <clears throat> it, it really is a bad message for all the youth because I, I don't think they they have the um I hate to say it but the mental capacity to actually think to be emphatic and see like see through these actions. Like, are people actually doing this shit? Nah, I'm you Like, like Luke the Greatest was saying, you're not making money and pushing drugs. Like, get the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah. You don't walk the red carpet at the Met Gala <laughs> and shoot blicks in the street. Like, it don't work yeah, like that, bro. It don't mix. It don't, you feel me? It don't mix, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's not but I mean, at all. But like, I feel what Lou was saying. I mean, if you look at it as entertainment, like, that's just what it is. It's entertainment, yeah. you know? So, like, if somebody's 12 years old, like, they might, like what Sean was saying, they may not be able to grasp that. But at this point, I ain't gonna hold you. Like, Meg hot, uh, Glorilla hot, Flo, Flo Millie hot, you know? I like the women mm-hmm. rappers. You know, I was just kind of on one with that whole sexy red thing. I mean, but then from that lens, I was looking at it as, like, man, like, you know, she should really... But now, if I take the other point of view, it's just entertainment. Like, it's just a video. So, like, why am I tripping, you know? So... I, nah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, like, I do feel Sean. It's been going on for a long time. It's like movies, or whatever. You know, they're gonna keep on making them, keep on making money. So, you take yeah, it for what, what it is. Okay, let's let's do a uh, little scenario. Scenario. We're gonna we're gonna put ourselves <laughs> yeah, in shoes right. we never worn. <laughs> now, let's say for all these hot rappers now, right? Say that they still hot, right? But what they pushing is positive. Mm. How do you think that would change society? <clears throat> Just a question out there. Anybody can ask. It really, it really depends on the agenda being pushed and if people are vibing with it. Um, for some reason, everybody resonates with taking drugs, even though I'm pretty sure 90% of people that listen to that music do not take drugs at all, which is kind of fucking crazy. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the music does not resonate with people like real life people. Mm-hmm. So, if it was a song about positivity, first we have to ask ourselves like, would it would it resonate with everyone? Like, is this is this a positive world? No, or do no, we no. live amongst positive people that will actually listen to the message? No, say that they are hot, but they hot for pushing positivity. How would that affect society? As far as, you know, the people that that's looking up to them. Okay, okay, put it like this. So, these rappers are famous now, obviously, for what they rap about, right? And you yeah. got, like, the youth or whoever looking up to them and following the suit. Now, what if they are hot still today, but instead of what they were rapping about, everything they're rapping about is essentially positive. I, and they I, still got the followers and, and all of that. I'm, I'm going to be completely honest with you, bro. Like, I cannot imagine a world with clean music. Like, <laughs> nah, that's that's why I said hypothetically. Like, I'm trying to think of it. I'm trying to put myself in a world where people are successful off positive music. Mm-hmm. I have yet to see it. Because niggas be hanging on kids, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> You not wrong. They've been doing it for a minute. I had a kids bop CD. I've been doing it for a minute. I had a kids bop CD. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, I remember now. That's what I call music. Tried doing that. Like they tried pushing 
like all these popular songs you know try to push them as clean songs too mm -hmm. i can i can see them trying to you know improve society through that way um but like i literally cannot see like i i cannot hypothetically think about a world where our rappers like drake kendrick lamar like our, maybe kendrick lamar but literally mm -hmm. like i can't picture rappers like drake 21 savage like all of our all of our like most prominent rappers today, I cannot see them pushing positive positivity. They not pushing mm -hmm. P. Sorry. <laughs> they not pushing P. Is pushing positivity. They not. That's what the P stands for, y'all. Pushing positivity. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> the swag stands for. Um, what what the swag stand for again? I don't even know. Yeah, man. I they never knew. Like a whole bunch of stuff. Like no, Doug stand for um, something. TH stood for something, but the UG stands for under God. Yeah, man, that lawyer was like dropping 67, man, coming up with them like acronyms and like, yo, this is what this stands for and this and that. It was crazy. <laughs> Have you been watching the Young Doug case? Uh, not really. I see a glimpse of it every now and then. It looked like they about to let him out. They trolling. They, they about to let him out. Yeah. They trolling. <laughs> I guess the prosecutor can come up with like evidence or witnesses or, or, or something I was reading, but uh, yeah, they, they plan on letting him out. Yeah. yeah, they so they started using his songs and I was like, trying to use his lyrics against him. Yeah. Like words like thug or swag, like he says they're acronyms that stand for some shit. Like thug stands for something. I forgot what it stood for. <laughs> but uh, it, it seems like he's about to get out using using that tactic. Man, hey, uh, be like that, for real. <laughs> I was watching a video of one of the YSL niggas just showing out. <laughs> you see them, bro? Like, he, like he acted like. Wait, so was like this he someone who like, was like playing like he uh, had a mental disability, or did somebody? Yeah, yeah, he was playing like he had oh, a mental yeah, disability. Yeah, yeah, like he started spazzing out. Yeah, he was like. Yeah, he was, yeah. <laughs> Yo, he was literally, you got to show me that. I didn't see that. Didn't he see was that. pulling out all the stops. <laughs> he pulled out all. He pulled out all the stops, dog. Talking about song. Oh man, yeah, I gotta show you crazy. that shit. Nigga, oh man, he really straight, that. but <laughs> he, <laughs> that's crazy because he that that's literally what got him off. Yeah. Oh man. I wish um I have I have no empathy for the Georgia Bulldogs right now. What for real? No. Uh, no. Well, I feel Not you too because I, I, I jumped ship after after at the Kirby Smart blue one against Nick Saban and and, uh, and, the, and the and the damn Crimson Tide. Damn, fuck yeah, that yeah, like Wait, I know y'all in California. I don't follow the Bulldogs. Like I know y'all in Cali, but it's a tough time to be a Georgia resident. They're telling us. It's still on earth, man. I know y'all in Cali with all the sunshine, beaches. Man, I jumped ship to Bama. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a piss about nothing. But I'm hurting. Pride, I'm hurting man. in Cali right now. For real. That's time to be a Georgia resident. Crazy, bro. That's crazy. Man, niggas was Y'all got to tell man. me what, what happened. Was it, like last week? Them niggas lost like yeah, the Georgia man. Bulldogs would usually lose. Them niggas lost a big one. They always do. Mm. <laughs> they always lose the important one, dog. Fucking it is Bama, really man. shitty to be a Fucking Georgia Bama. citizen, a Georgia resident. It is, man. It's hell on earth, man. Fucking Bama got in this. 
you know, because I ain't, you know, like, I'm not a huge fan either. But, like, Bama had got in over Georgia. So niggas was like, man, I got to ride with, with, with Bama. You know, and then this whole, these skits they putting out. But, yeah, they saying Georgia got robbed. But it's tough, man. I'm ashamed to even be in the state, man. But, you know, y'all living a good life. It's okay. Wait, wait, Georgia didn't get into what? We're not in the playoffs. Are y'all undefeated? No, I dog, nah. I am literally embarrassed. I am embarrassed because I was talking all that shit. Wait, yeah, I lost to tough. Alabama. We lost to Alabama. And got put out. And got put the yeah. fuck out. Yeah. What was your record? <laughs> Nigga, we was eleven and we was eleven and zero. Yeah. yeah, like I think it was like eleven and one. Or like they ended up losing one, but so did they Alabama. So it was just this whole big thing and. It's, it's, yeah, it's kind of like, oh, they just chose Alabama over Georgia type yeah, shit. Yeah, and then a whole bunch of... <sighs> yeah, yeah, it's well, I mean, it, it does make sense. They, they did beat us, but damn, put us out of the entire playoffs. Damn, yeah. Georgia not in the playoffs? At all, bro. Ah, at man, all. That's... They put Texas in that pitch and cheating ass <laughs> Michigan. I know, I know you're a Michigan fan, but them niggas were cheating all season, man. Damn, like, why you say they cheating? <laughs> what? Them niggas was on the other side of stealing signs. What? All right. We're gonna talk about that. Yeah, that's the guy. See us in court. They got to see us in court. That boy Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh, greasy rat bastard. Man, Jim Harbaugh, man. Oh, no. greasy man. He's slippery too. That, that motherfucker greasy dog. He might he might just run away and 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 leave Michigan honestly because that nigga's still not coaching him. They suspended his ass, but his ass might just run out, dog. Yeah, bro. Uh, another thing that I'm very apathetic towards too is this damn NBA in-season tournament. I don't like it. Uh, yeah, I, like the like what really pisses me off about the 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 tournament is that point differential rule. So like a point, like a team has to score like a certain amount of point to like advance to a to like a spot in, in the tournament. So say you already blowing out a team, 110 to 70. Well, you need 115 to uh, to advance in the tournament. Last 30 seconds of the clock, and you're at 110 points, but you're already beating somebody out by 40 points. And, and they're trying to score these these five points just to advance in the tournament. Like I feel like it takes away, you know, it tarnishes the good nature of the game and, and the sportsmanship behind it. Because niggas really love hoops. That's weird. It is weird. But so like, beating a team is not enough. They're, so Adam Silver implemented the same system as, as what they would do in, in the FIBA tournament, you know, overseas. Yeah, they, they have to they have to score a certain amount of point to advance in the, in the tournament. But what if they win, right? But don't get those points. What happens? Well, the other point. Well, the other team has the opportunity to to last them point to take their spot. <laughs> That's why Indiana made it this far because they they've been scoring, bro. Like they cannot stop scoring points, so that's why yeah. Indiana's in. That's weird. It isn't. It yeah. is weird. I don't. I don't like it at all. Yeah, that's I don't like it at all. But so then bad. again, five hundred thousand dollars is on the line. <clears throat> so <laughs> it's just another thing within the within the NBA to. Uh, garner interest. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not liking that. I know the tournament just started. Maybe in the future they probably make adjustments to make it make sense. But I just thought they just needed to win 
but apparently that's not enough. You got to get a certain amount of points. Okay, <laughs> interesting. Very yeah. interesting. No, it's weird. I don't know if you've been watching the missing on one too. Um, like not any games, but I just been seeing clips here and there. But that's the first I heard about that. Man, that's crazy. That is kind of wild. I bring yeah, that, that FIBA stuff over. I'm like, man, leave that stuff over there, man. It's America. That's you, know stuff. What I'm you know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's America. You know, it's a free country. Over the internet. <laughs> so <laughs> that ain't. What made this country world. so great? Oh, yeah. Not that FIBA shit. You're right. Excuse me. Man. We gotta... <laughs> You're right, man. But. You know, like I thought it was wild, man, because you know, like they get the five hundred thousand. Like if you win, like you know, even if somebody's not on like the vet minimum, or, like whatever that amount is, these dudes got millions. Man, Brown was like, "Yo, man, I like I need that five hundred, man. I might use that on some uh, vacations for my daughter." Like, bro, like you're not fooling nobody, man. You know, that nigga Brown is a billionaire. That nigga Brown is a billionaire and is playing for that five hundred thousand like he never had it. No, they take it <laughs> back to the basics, man. <laughs> Scrapping. On God, like that—that—that that, that is the mentality to have. Like, you can call it being selfish. You can—you can call it being greedy. Hell, money make the world go round. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. I guess. Is that my phone? I didn't need that. No, nah, my girl ain't texting me. Uh, well, I forgot to text her back. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, no, nah, I really don't like, I really don't, well, I, I try not, I really don't watch the NBA during the, you know, during the yeah. damn 82 games. <laughs> yeah, man. Too many damn games. <laughs> Literally way too many games, bro. Hey, I wish, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I wish they cut down the games, honestly. You wish they could what? I, I wish they cut down the games. Ah, oh, yeah. Like college? No, cut down the NBA games. 82 games is too much, dog. Really? It's literally too much. I wish it was 60. Should, like, you think they should cut it to 60 or 40 or something? 60 sounds good. These niggas don't yeah. play about 60 games anyway. Yeah, man, all this low management, man. You got to save save them knees. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Be, like, man, them knees be crying for air, man. They be, they be gasping for air. Every time you see LeBron and after a game, he's be wrapped up in like yeah. three bags of ice. Dog. And nigga Kawhi stays in, the, in, in those knee wraps all the time. <laughs> well, yeah, these niggas don't play 82 games. That's fucking crazy. The last, I don't, I, who's the last person to play 82 games? I don't know. I don't even know, bro. That's a oh, lot man. of games, bro. Yes. 82 games, bro. Ain't nobody got time to play 82 games, bro. I'm <laughs> sorry. Yeah, that's that's a lot of games. Yeah. It's like I, baseball, ain't it? Baseball. Baseball yeah, got like 160-something games. That's, that's another sport that needs to fucking cut down. <laughs> but then, baseball, then again, it's, I guess they're not really having that super yeah. effect on their body. Like, you know, like NBA or the NFL or whatever. And most, for the majority of the game, they standing in one spot. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. A lot of standing in one spot. The majority of the game. You don't call it what I it is. Like, they be standing yeah. there. <laughs> I feel like it's better to be like it's it's, it's better to be a, a pro professional basketball baseball player anyway because they get the holidays, bro. Like hmm. they season been done for two months now, and oh, they about shoot. to get back into it in March. So they get to experience Thanksgiving, Christmas, 
all that shit without you know with it without it being in the season. Mm. <laughs> Baseball players got it made, <laughs> and them niggas be making money too. Man. Oh God, bro, them niggas be making yeah. hella bread. I don't know why you be watching that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got a baseball game, but I like the last Padres game I went to, I was I was fucked up. Oh yeah, I, to, I didn't I really watch the game. Any gonna lie, like I was just enjoying <laughs> yeah. the, you know, the, the buying souvenirs and yeah, eating nachos man. and drinking. That's all I. <laughs> yeah man, the same bro. But it's an excuse yeah, to that, drink. That was me the last Padres game. Yeah. I was in Copper Glitch. What was that, you know? uh, Mister Nine Twelve? Oh no, but like it's just an excuse for me to, you know, drink like you said, cop a glizzy and just hang out. Yeah. You know, so Oh god. <laughs> cop yeah. you a glizzy, get you a little beer. I don't care what oh, people yeah. say. I don't like hot dogs. Oh yeah. I, I don't care what people say. Oh, yeah. I'll fuck I'll fuck, yeah. I'll fuck up a pony from seven eleven any day. Yeah. Okay. Uh, put hey. some mustard, ketchup and relish on that bitch. That should be good. But hey, What's Mr. Nine where you uh where you from? Like I know I'm from Detroit. I know Sean, yeah. you from, is it Savannah? In the area. In the area. Okay, where are yeah. you from? So I'm also from that area. It's a city called Hinesville, Georgia. Like, it's near Savannah. So Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah like, like we're both from Hinesville. Yeah. From the bill, 912. Yeah. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that shit about to grow, bro. The bill about to grow. That's Psych- what they say. Yeah, man, I mean, they, uh, you know, they're trying to do a little something, but, you know, I support it. <laughs> so like, <laughs> like our, our area is growing. I don't, I don't like. I don't know that you know. This we're starting to build any any new things. That mm-hmm. y'all starting to finally tear down them them old car yeah. factories. Every, bro, fat, every time I go home, it's something new. Fun mm-hmm. fact: Detroit just opened up. Or I don't know if it's open, open, but uh, it's if not, then it's in work. I know it's finished, but it, they built a road where. It's specifically for electric cars, but as electric cars ride on that road, they get charged. That's interesting. What? Yeah. Dang. I said so, the same thing. I was like, huh? Yo, Mr. Nine One Two. I know. I know you've seen um, Atlanta's getting a new road. I know you're very emphatic about that. <laughs> so where is this at? Like, is this like a new highway or like? Oh, where? Man, it, it, they, they are they're opening up another way to get to Atlanta. I, I forgot I forgot what it was, but yeah, like I, huh. it's definitely on that on that uh, on that Georgia page that we follow on IG. Yeah, nah, it's wild because like I saw something where they was building like a railway from the airport to Charlotte, but I'm not sure if that was like the same thing he was talking about. So, dog, they were supposed to do that over here in San Diego, try to build this underground railroad from from San Diego to LA. It was supposed to do that. Really? So, so was that the Elon Musk thing where they're like they're going under like Elon all the Musk. traffic just to like, cut down on like the travel time? Yeah, no, definitely, mm. it's definitely to cut down on on all that traffic. Because mm. I know you'd be watching the news, we'd be man. suffering after Thanksgiving. Man, it's crazy, man. Like I like I seen that, but then my um old lady, man, like she was in LA and then she was telling me, yo, like it's like similar to here, but only worse. I'm like, man, like I it's feel for y'all, man. I mean, about traffic. Yeah. Yeah, them niggas don't be driving. <laughs> I say I'm I'm 20 miles from work. You can drive 20 miles in let's say 22 minutes, right? Doing like the speed limit in the morning or whatever. When I'm going to work, bro, let's say it's like 45 minutes, bro. 
to an hour, depending on what time you leave. Man, De- definitely when I'm when when I'm leaving work, when I when I was at a job, like it would take me an hour to get to work. I mean, an hour to get home. Forty-five minutes of that is just sitting in the damn headspace. <laughs> yeah, scratch, bro. literally just sitting on the headspace, stand still, because these niggas don't fucking drive. I I don't think these <laughs> niggas drive. I don't think Man. these niggas drive. I mean, that's my look, personal opinion. I don't think people be driving. But then again, I, I, I do make it home, so I guess niggas do drive. But <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess that's all that matters. <laughs> Despite the uh, insane train, like, but I was curious. I mean, so like for you guys, like, have you all with San Diego being so close to Mexico, have you guys gone back and forth at all, or or no? Uh, we can. Honestly, if we wanted to, we could. Uh, mm-hmm. I haven't been to Mexico personally. I have had friends who who do go over there okay. consistently. So you can't get it's okay. like right there too, bro. It's not like far at all. The border from here, bro, is probably like twenty five, thirty miles. Uh, what is it? South. We're literally thirty minutes away from downtown TJ right now. That's yeah. crazy. The thing is. It, it'll take me some time to get over there because we all know how TJ is. Even, even us that, that don't live in California know how, how, how they get rowdy in Tijuana. You see, man, I've heard stories and rumors, but I was trying to hear it from the horses' mouths. But, I mean, I don't want to step on any toes of uh, the different... We actually, I actually have a story for that. So, remember, remember that, uh, that white girl that used to get her phone taken all the time? Yeah. <laughs> No, that's it. Every time we step out, she like she would get her phone taken. Oh my god, somebody would steal her phone every time we How went did out. Get stolen, dude. I don't know. Probably because she be. It's it's little it's literally in her purse, and them niggas go in that bitch and take that shit every time. <laughs> oh my goodness! The only man. time it doesn't get taken is when it's in my back pocket. <laughs> Any time I give it back to her, that shit gets taken. Jesus man, the pickpocket is. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Any time that shit was not in my hands. Them they, like they will take her phone, and then we'll mm. we'll do the find my phone shit. That shit in Tijuana every <laughs> single time, every <laughs> single fucking time. Yeah, it's a wrap. It is a wrap. Every it's single gone. time, it's across the border. That thing's gone. It's over with. Yeah, it's over with. I was, uh, like while I was in the navy, I was going to this class, and this dude in my class got his car stolen during the week. Guess guess where he found his car at. TJ, ah, oh, like I won't even drive my car to TJ. No, sir. I won't even. I won't even park it outside the border because that's even that's risky. Well, you find it. It's too late. Your car, everything on that car is gone. It's you yeah. gonna get a frame, baby, a door. Not even, <laughs> not even because the frame, the body, nice too. They might just use the body and, and put some put any old shit in it. Yeah. Sir. <laughs> Nah, your car will be gone. Like Trace's gone, literally. Because that, because that dude I went to class with, he get his car back. Oh, girl, I never got her phone back. <laughs> Man, it's just. Hey, what what goes in TJ stay in TJ. But actually, I I want to go one day. May maybe one day when 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 the niggas when we when we can all make plans or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for now, I am I am apathetic towards that place. They they need to improve their community. Sorry. Mm. But should we are out of time. 
This is it. Uh, we we made it to the end. That shit did go by quick. Dang. Bro, Mr. Hey, Mr. Nine One Two, we gotta have you back though, bro. Okay. Definitely put something together. How you back? Hey, First man. guess, I think it went good, bro. I think it was yeah, good. Yeah, man. You know, like, but I, I we, we really do appreciate you having here, and yeah. having your opinions and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, no, I mean, I like appreciate y'all. You know, I know that. Uh, you know, we just trying to work it out with like the timing and everything like that. But yeah, like I'm down for it. You know, so. You know how niggas beat with time. Hey, man, just I'm on SCP time. Just doesn't shine for some reason. Myself. <laughs> but. Well, shit. <laughs> we appreciate. We really do appreciate you, Mister Nine One Two, for being on the show. We're definitely yeah. gonna see about having you on again. But thank you for coming on. Um, thank you for everyone tuning in to episode seven. We do appreciate everyone, everyone's love and support. And with that being said, peace out. Peace out, girl. Out. All right. <laughs>